This 2023 Kansas 2 weekend recap edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGP on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGP to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb It's the day Cody's been waiting for all weekend long it is the chance to talk racing things talk all things kansas Cody, buddy, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. For those of you who don't know, but I will guarantee you that many of you do know the simple fact that this is the weekend that Cody raked the books and took home everything you can imagine. Team effort, Rod. It was uh, it was both of us, but yeah, man, what a weekend. Uh, the racing gods looking out for us. All those races earlier this season, Rod where we had the leader at the end of regulation. It goes into overtime and we get screwed. They gave it all back this weekend. Finally, man, we did. We won uh, Xfinity race. We won the truck race. We won the cup race. We hit the cup series pole winner. What a weekend. We basically swept everything. Um, yeah, Just great. It was, uh, you don't get weekends like this very often where you're going to hit every single thing. Uh, and that was great. And we cashed a lot of other good bets along the way. At some losers as well, uh, and we'll talk about those like we do every week on the show, Rod. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know, here we are, man. What a what a weekend and great racing too. Like again, a mile and a half to deliver again. Kansas Speedway delivers the drama of of whether it be you know the final regular season race for Xfinity, the drama in the Truck Series race for the cutoff, the drama in the in the Cup Series race, the regular season champion. Now below the cutoff, two races into the playoff. So much happened this weekend. The racing was great. We got a couple of close finishes at the end where you had guys passing and obviously cashing our bets at the end there. Uh, man, it was just everything about it was great. Now 
It's night racing at Bristol on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday night. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back behind the wheel. It's going to be another great week of racing. A lot of fun stuff planned. A lot of just, man, we're NFL might be back, and it's great. I love it. We're having a blast watching it, but do not forget about racing. Do not forget about NASCAR because it's still here, still cashing tickets, and we're getting into the best time of the year. I mean, things are serious now, all three series. What a fun weekend. What a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'm, man, I'm happy, Ralph. So, and listen, I'm gonna, we're going to continue to celebrate this throughout the entire thing, but I, I want to address just something real quick. And then for those of you that listen, you already know this, right? We obviously love to celebrate. That's, that's why we're here. We're here to, to, to pump the positive because that's just the way this show has always been. And you know, uh, you know if you listen. For those of you that listen, I'm preaching to the choir, but maybe you need to share this with other folks out there that don't necessarily listen all the time. We hold ourselves accountable for every single pick that we give in the show. That's why we started these Monday episodes. That's why we decided to go back and and recap these bets because, yes, okay, Twitter is one minute fraction of this world. If you paid attention to what was going on the other five days out of the week, then you would, you would know that we are up front with everything we pick and we go back and we talk about it. We hash through it. You know, yeah, of course we put all the good stuff out there on Twitter, but we also come back here and hold ourselves accountable for all the decisions that we make, whether they were good, whether they were bad, and, and we're fully transparent. That's how we've always operated. I don't care to give it all away on social media. I want you to listen. Like, that's the thing. Why would I post everything on social media when I want you to come listen to my show? So, well, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we're not, it's like, you're unlimited to so many characters. I'm not going to type out every single bet out. Like we're going to type out the ones that we won because that's obviously what we're here to celebrate. We lose a lot of bets. Yeah. We're not going to hit them all. It's still gambling. We talk about that often. We go through every, but how many times have we been? Oh, remind me to never bet on that guy. There's guys. We don't say their names because we've lost so many <laughs> bets on them or because of that. Like, yeah, so it's whatever. There's there's always going to be the people that you know can't just have some positivity in their life, and uh, whatever. We're not going to dwell on them because nope. we did nothing but win this weekend. Hell yeah. But hey, as we go through these winning uh, these winning picks, we'll talk about the ones we didn't hit as well. Why we took them? If it was a good decision? If it was a bad decision? And again, that's how we talk through the process. That's how we get ready for the next week. We don't need to change anything because I'd say it's working out pretty good. So uh, yeah, I. Uh, Nick Fortune in the chat here. Uh, nice bets, Cody and Rod. Rod had some had some good bets as well. Dale Earnhardt Jr. behind the wheel, something he wants to watch. Me too. Too bad Nebraska can't win a game. Luckily, college football already over for the year, um, <laughs> and so we're just back into racing now, which is great. Uh, NFL racing, we'll focus on that. College football's over. Iowa still can't score any points, so that's great. Uh, 80s Eric, what's up, guys? Glad he had Reddick to win. Amen to that, man. That was. Whew. Glad we got that caution at the end to help us, as Rod says in the Discord. What I, uh, what did you? I have to go back and look. I don't remember what you said, but something about this caution can't go good or something. And I replied, "When Reddick wins, this will be the best caution ever," or something to that effect. And uh, whew, 
panned out panned out well for us <laughs> well yes but we also were covered the other way too if the caution didn't happen because uh we'll talk about that in a second as yeah. well uh <laughs> although i will say and i know that that moon does listen every once in a while uh to to the show so uh hats off to moon pretty nice hits for him he messaged me in the morning and he was like what are the plays and i told him i was like well it's it's either hamlin or reddick i was like this is pick your poison or put a little on both he put a little on both he ended up cashing reddick at seven to one so uh that was a fantastic hit man I, I'm, I'm so glad we were able to do that for him yeah yeah we had a ton of people sharing slips in the discord which i always love to see i know our guy kyle armstrong had some in there herb he had a big weekend. There's Ooh, a bunch, had a huge bunch of guys in there had yeah. had some huge weekends, hit some good bets. So, uh, yeah, Sh- shout out to those guys. He's Eric says thought he was done for. Yeah, we'll talk about that again as we as we get into breaking the bets. But uh, Nick Fortune's getting another TV for the man cave in order <laughs> for me to watch races this weekend. Got to have it on that extra screen. I need, yeah, I was telling my wife that she seemed really excited too, but <laughs> I was like, we need to figure <laughs> she wasn't excited. So spoiler, <laughs> but, uh, I was like, we need to figure something. Cause we got, first of all, uh, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> we had a busy weekend, so we weren't home at the start of Sunday. So as soon as we get home, I'm like trying to figure out all these screens. I got the iPad set up over here. I'm like, we got red zone on, we got the race on. I'm trying to keep, catch up on what's going on in the IndyCar race. I still haven't caught up on that. I, that seems like I haven't finished disaster. it yet. Yeah, literally yeah, I, the, all so, those yellows. <laughs> I thought Kansas was bad. This was yeah. I, so yeah, there's not enough TVs. I need to need to got a God's eye type of setup. But oh, what a what a time to be alive! All these fun things to bet on. All these fun things to win money on. It's been uh, it's been a great weekend. Well, I I made my wife extremely happy today because or yesterday rather because I brought out our other TV, set up the uh, Xbox to stream the race on one uh, TV, and then my big TV had the Niners game on. She was like, "I love this. Can we do this every weekend?" Yeah, oh, there you I, go. No, well, yeah, no. She Rod's was not. like, uh, <laughs> Rod's like, you know, he's we are, you know, he's got a VCR. That's how he tapes all his races. <laughs> so it's like in school when they would roll the card in with the TV on it. That's what Rod does. He he goes down the hallway and rolls the card out there and plugs in the VCR, and uh, here we go. I'm like, all right, kids. Today we're going to watch a movie. Uh, all right, let's talk about this fabulous weekend, uh, and, and we'll break down all of our bets from from uh, Kansas, but. Let's tell you about DraftKings because football is back and in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? You guessed it. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. My Niners 1-0 right now, so super excited about that. Uh, you can bet on them as well. If you're a new customer, too, you can get $5 on any You can bet $5 on any football bet and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's mission. Uh, nobody's missing out on the action all this season. DraftKings, all you customers of DraftKings can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Go ahead, get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. That crown, it's yours. Call gambling problem? Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. 
Got to buy myself some tickets to that Niners game coming up, the next home game, because I cannot miss out on seeing Brock Purdy kick everyone's ass. But I also don't necessarily know if I can go right away, so I have to make sure that I my schedule is cleared. That always leads to stress in trying to buy tickets, especially last minute, because if you don't know, NFL tickets are expensive, but I am going to take the stress out of that. I downloaded the Game Time app. I am going to wait until the last possible minute because... Game Time rewards me for doing that. They give me flash deals on all my last-minute ticket deals, and they give me the best, the best price guaranteed. I don't know why I keep saying breast price, but they give me the best price guaranteed. <laughs> Stop stressing over the tickets. Get hyped about all the fun you are going to have. Forget all the months of planning. Like I said, be rewarded by getting in on these last-minute tickets. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. So oh, there's, there's our guy, Moonoff. There's Moonoff. Look at that. About. We were just talking about there's you, buddy. Moonoff. We were talking just, about how we were giving, uh, giving good advice even on Sunday mornings. <laughs> What's up, Moonoff? How's it going? Breast, breast. Uh, let's see. I was trying to catch up through the through the through the comments here. Uh, 80s Eric said he should see his screens when he plays market during the day. It's insane. Oh, I'll bet. Uh, Nick Fortune has upgraded from film reels. Or <laughs> is glad you upgraded from the film reels to the VCR. Did I though? Uh, Did I, Nick? <laughs> as he Moonoff says he loves you guys. Uh, we he, love you uh, too, Moonoff. Love him. 80s Eric says the breast price is the best price. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> One day I'll learn how to speak the English language, and you guys all watch out when that happens. So um, it's more fun when you don't. Speak yeah. Amen to so. that. Well, listen. As far as our reviewers are concerned, they absolutely love it when we butcher the English language. So let's continue to do that. So, uh, Cody, where do you want to start? Do you want to start from Sunday let's and work our way backwards? On, uh, or? Let's start on the races that we hit outright. So, oh wait a minute, that was all of them. That was all mind. of them. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, Sunday's fresh, just in the mind, right? Let's do that. Work our way backwards. Rod, we'll just start right at the beginning of the card here. Uh, Denny Hamlin to finish on the podium plus 160 over on Caesars. Easy peasy, Denny Hamlin. Uh, a little scary at the end there, of course, because uh, after that restart, maybe he wasn't going to cash it, although not the thing I was worried about by any means. Uh, but he was one of the best cars all day. I would say him and Larson probably had the fastest two cars. Um, and so, I mean, again, if we didn't get that light yellow, he was going to run away, win this. We would have hit this bet that way. But it still cashes with him finishing second. Ends up being the better results. So, uh, yeah, Denny Hamlin on the podium, plus 160. Good way to start it. Denny Hamlin leads 63 laps. I'm thinking to myself, hey, I can get one too this weekend. Caution. I'm done. <laughs> I hate the color yellow. I will oh. never own another piece of yellow clothing ever again in my life. Yellow has you, screwed Rod, me this over. Was, this was them, the, the racing gods, balancing it out. We had a stretch of, what, like six weeks this spring. Where it was like week after week, you had the, the it started in the Daytona, like it started right off the gate, like Daytona 500. Have Kyle Busch leading at the end of regulation, you go into overtime, and we just get absolutely fucked. The racing gods made it right this weekend, and uh, we're we're back. We are back. <laughs> Moonoff says he's doing well. His local isn't doing well because of us. Hey, listen, man. Moonoff's about to get fired from his bookie. <laughs> oh shoot, Moonoff is right. He yeah. likes how our bubbles are in yellow. Hang on, I'm about to fix that. That's it. We're, we're getting a new logo next week now, guys. Way to point that out, Moonoff. Justin uh, from Old Fashioned oh, yeah, talking Justin. about, hey, what's up there, buddy? 
Uh, or maybe it's Miranda's. You know, oh, it could be Miranda. Really. That's it's right. Justin's just part of the show. But look at there, there. Now are now <laughs> oh, there you go. No now longer yellow anymore. That's that is my least favorite color. I, we have to change the logo and everything. Um, <laughs> all right, my first bet is, of course, uh, it was William Byron as a top three finisher. Oh, look, William Byron was on the top. No, he's not. That was, was, uh, did William Byron race on Sunday? He did, I, and he was a fast car until he. Freaking was he a fast car? I don't even. Uh, he was. He like, I don't remember. He him. spun out, and that was the end of his day. I mean, literally, That's he right. was running inside of the top three. He was running it, 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 right up front the whole damn time that he was running up front until he stopped, and then that was it. Once once he got into it, it was all over for William Byron. He never recovered all day long. Um, in fact, I'm even trying to figure out where he finished in 15th, which was not bad, but you know. Again, he he was fast enough to be a top three car. He just didn't get it done. You know, mistakes, these, these, spin outs. Oh, these Hendrick cars have just been so tough to peg lately as far as like, and we hit some some Hendrick car bets later, but to figure out which guys are actually going to be fast and, and finish good on the certain week is just real tough with them. Like Larson will have good races like yesterday, and then he just absolutely disappeared late. I mean, and then on that restart at the end, and like, Byron's been the same way. He's got the most wins out of anybody this season, but it's so hit and miss with them. Uh, been kind of crazy. Moonoff's going to record the MLB show. Have He's fun. Always, Go listen to the Moonoff MLB is, show, guys. Yeah, you guys think we do a lot of shows. Moonoff, I think, might uh, at least rival Rod with that. But yeah, check out the MLB Gambling Podcast because they do a great job over there. Uh, next up for me, I had Bubba Wallace top five plus 200. Rod, this was looking like one of the bets of the day. Bubba was fast. We knew he was going to be fast. I, it's, it's so great, right? They go through inspection when a car fails, like people start freaking out. Oh my God, he's failed. What's, what's going on? No, no, no. That's a good thing. It's somebody you bet on is failing inspection. They are pushing the absolute limits. We, they knew it. This, this was their race. This is where they had to get it done. So freaking fast. So freaking good. I think he was in second place when that tire blew. Not much you can do about that. Hits the wall. Ends up multiple laps down. Uh, he ended up finishing 30 seconds. So, uh, I mean, there's just not much you could do at that point. Obviously, a toe link broke with that. They did a great job getting off the DVP, finishing out the race. I think he did gain a, a couple of spots. Let's see. I was trying to see who finished behind him. Yeah, maybe a couple spots. Yeah, because I think Harrison Burton and Yaley went out after him, and Dylan had already kind of been behind anyways. But uh, a two to one, uh, I think, again, I think this is a good bet. He was very fast, obviously, and, and had the race just run out normally and he hadn't blown a tire i think he would have been there and in, in the mix at the end obviously his teammate wins his car owner finished the second and he was up there throughout the race so it, uh, we were very right to be on 2311 to be on toyota to be on these guys and uh i think it was a good bet didn't cash this time due to the tire but uh bubba bubba was fast again and i think every time we go to kansas these are the three guys you're just gonna have to continue to circle like we're four for four for 2311 affiliated drivers winning the, at this track in the next gen car so uh it's yeah when we get back to kansas in the spring gonna be back on the bubble wallace train i think yeah they put something a little extra in that 45 car apparently week after week so um all right i had chris busher as a top five car two to one nowhere that, he, that's uh, the thing about it it was it, so frustrating uh, for chris busher like he he didn't have speed he started 13th ended up 27th and he was never in the mix or even a top ten, and and pit cycles were kind of nutty. Pit he cycles was in the were mix there for the top ten. He was uh, at the end until he hit the wall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it just 
I, I don't feel like he was even, well, he definitely was in the mix for a top five, but um, yeah, he, he didn't have, I don't think he had it. In fact, the reason why he ended up uh, tagging is because he didn't have the speed, he didn't have the handling, he didn't have the right track position. So I don't know, this, this was one of those things where his luck ran out and obviously being on him this week was, was probably one week too long. Yeah, I I don't think it was a bad idea to to bet on him with what we'd seen lately. Obviously, the books had adjusted. You were getting this before on his top ten. Now it was his top five. But Kozlowski was up there throughout the day. They still had, despite how bad the Fords looked early in the week, they still had some speed. Uh, didn't work out. Chase Elliott top ten plus one forty, an absolute joke of a number. That was really the only reason he took this right. It wasn't uh, because we thought he was going to be great because he showed anything special. Like it just. It does, he should not have been this low points in that race. He was the best car at, at, at times, right? He was leading for a while there. Easily finishes inside the top 10 in sixth place. Cash is the plus 140. Austin Dillon had him at 8-1. to one. Uh, He'd been on a streak of getting uh, in like the top 11 here at Kansas. By the time I turned the race on, he was already four laps down. I don't even know what did he blow a tire or what? No, well, so yeah, his his day kind of kind of came to a close, but he was running. He was running inside of the top ten for the better part of that first stage. So um, he had the car to do it. He just got messed up in it, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. By the time I got, we got home from my daughter's volleyball game. I got the race turned on. Truex was out. Austin Dillon's like four laps down. I'm like, whoa, this race has been eventful. We're not even that far in. <laughs> yeah, no, and that was the thing about it too. Like he he was a very fast car. Uh, for for the better part of the beginning of that race, and then you know he ran into it, and that was it. I mean, you got You got to well, you got to hate and, it. I mean, if he showed some speed early, then great. Obviously, we don't you don't really get it. when they go out so early like that or, or get laps down. It's hard to to determine whether this one had it would have had a chance or not. Uh, but I think with the the stats being there at eight to one, it, it still probably wasn't a bad bet to make. Uh, again, hard to incomplete grade because you didn't really get a chance to see very long what they maybe had so yeah um and then my next bet uh before we head off to break is joey logano as a top 10 car this one actually cashed and this was the only well no i cashed two of them in this one but this was this was one that i i didn't think was going to cash all day long joey logano was not running inside of the top 10 for a better part of the day he got on a, a pretty good strategy there at the end and ended up finishing in uh, seventh at the end of stage two and and then he continued to fall back around outside the top ten and uh, and just kind of strategied his way up into a top ten finish. By the time it was all said and done, in fact, he had a top five finish. So damn it, I wish I would have bumped that up to a top five because that would have probably been a little bit better on us. But um, yeah. Logano's top a top ten was 10. probably the was the, probably the way to go. Though yeah. I mean, like you said, it was mostly strategy that got him up there. Uh, but hey, he got up there, cashed the bet for you. We'll take it. I mean, and that's it. He needed strategy because he didn't have a car that was going to run inside of the top 10. He just needed to be there. And that's a Wiley team. So, I mean, Joey Logano, top 10. Thank God, because that's at least one, one that I got right. So, all right, we'll finish breaking down the bets. But let me tell you first about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire 
parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players' picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven plays. Download Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team and, of course, drive along with your favorite racers all season long. With their Fantasy Pick'em game, you can pick between two to five players or drivers, select whether they'll go higher or lower on their stats or finishing positions, then do what you normally spend your Sundays doing, kicking back, watching the race, while watching football on another screen that your wife loves that you drag out every Sunday. <laughs> win 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five it's a fantasy game but you can win real money we're going to give you more fantasy underdog fantasy picks at the end of this week as far as our dfs show is concerned so hang tight we've got a special episode just for that so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 that's underdog fantasy promo code S-G-P-N. All right, Cody, as we continue down this Hollywood Casino 400 betting card, the green continues to roll. Next up for me, uh, green didn't necessarily roll on this one, but I had uh, Bubba Wallace over Ross Chastain, minus 125. Again, I feel like this was the correct bet to make. Didn't work out for us, obviously, after the Wallace uh, blew the tire and hit the wall, but Chastain... I know a lot of people were jumping on him after practice. He was, uh, was it, or was it even practice? He wasn't even fast. He was 14th in practice. Like he was sixth in qualifying. I guess that's where, that's where people started jumping on him. I don't, I think people are taking way too much out of practice and qualifying when it's so short qualifying. It's, it's a one lap. Like it's not, doesn't have, ugh. look at what they've done lately. It hasn't been great. Wasn't great again. 13th for Ross Chastain. It's okay. It's fine, but it's not great. Wallace had a good car. He was very good all day. Obviously, hits the wall late with the tire, breaks the leg, ruins this head-to-head, -head, but I still think this was the correct bet to make. Again, just thoroughly not impressed with anything Trackhouse is doing right now. Maybe uh, maybe they'll bring Jesus himself on full-time next year and win a championship with him since nobody else can get it done. And and the thing about it, too, is that with the sixth-place start, yeah, everybody was like, oh, Chastain's back. He actually did finish inside of, what, the top five uh, in at the end of stage one. And yeah, I think but, he was, yeah, fourth in stage one. Yeah. So he, he was up there, but... But Bubba just, was ahead of him. So that that's the thing. Yeah, like, Bubba exactly. was going to be ahead of him all day long. So obviously, were it not for issues... Yeah, you're right. I think this bet was the correct bet to place. All the Husker, all the Husker hate in the in the comments today. These damn Iowa guys <laughs> use the extra cash to place against Husker opponents. We've already addressed the college football season is over. It's now just the NFL and NASCAR. So take your Iowa non-scoring crap away, Justin. <laughs> I don't know, man. College football season is not over for me. My Fresno State Bulldogs <laughs> had a gritty performance. They're two and zero. Army blew out Delaware State fifty-seven to nothing. I'm riding high. On college football, I love that. But. I'm I'm happy for you, Rob. Thank you. I, uh, you know, yeah, just tearing tearing what hair I have out <laughs> on Saturday. Quarterback, if you know, can you take a snap, Rob? Can you? Uh, can I take a snap? Would, yeah, like, can you catch a ball when it's hiked from the center? I don't know, man. People people probably don't want that. Fifty fifty, because if you can, 
We'll sign you up. You can play quarterback for the Huskers. So people, all you have to do is catch a snap and you'll be better than the guy we have. People really. people will look like the uh, water boy coming at me. That's that's what it would look like. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways, we anyway. don't need to get off on a Husker tangent. Next yeah. up for you, Ross. All right, so I had uh, Tyler Reddick over Christopher Bell. And, uh, well, listen, a lot of people were like, ah, oh, Christopher Bell's on the pole. This one's not going to cash. Nope, nope, nope. What did I say? I said it didn't matter if Christopher Bell was fast. <laughs> I knew Tyler. Didn't we Reddick have this faster. conversation? We had that exact conversation. We had conversation. this conversation on the I, show. And okay, so real quick before you break down this bet, our buddy uh, Ryan over at iFantasy Race, let me find it because I thought this was a, a great statistic. Christopher Bell has four pole wins this year. Average finish in those races is 24.25. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling you that's exactly that's the what thing. we talked about. Yeah. We knew he would be fat. We're going to get to it in a minute. We had him to win the pole, right? He hits it. We knew he was not going to be good in the race. It just doesn't translate. He's really good at qualifying, not been good lately at finishing races, and you saw it again this week. And and again, that's because we, with whatever it is that Christopher, Christopher Bell has been going through, like the races for him have not panned out at all the way he wants them to or that team wants them. They switch, they switch uh, pit crews because they think mm -hmm. they're going to get the edge. No, it backfires on them. Both weeks, it backfires on them, in fact. And so, yeah, but obviously Tyler Reddick crossing the finish line first. It's hard to beat first place. Therefore, this one cashed. Uh, and, and you know, again, earlier in the week, I, I wonder what the number would have been earlier or later on in the week as far as after everything and after qualifying. I didn't see this matchup afterwards. So I'm wondering if you could have gotten it at a better number uh, because uh, of Christopher. Likely Reddick because pole. he started on the pole, just for that yeah. fact. I mean, Reddick didn't start bad either. Reddick was... He was fifth, so he was right there too. But it might have shifted a little just because Bell was on the pole. Um, and yeah, again, that's that's how we saw it coming. Speaking of that, had Tyler Reddick to win the pole at nine to one, made it to fifth, right? So pretty pretty decent. Also, Christopher Bell at ten to one. Bell sits on the pole. He had won the pole here in the spring. I think he won the pole at Michigan. Like all the numbers point to he's really good at qualifying fast on these types of tracks. Paid off for us. Then we packed it up with fading him in the head to head. Worked out very nicely, so cash that Christopher Bell 10-1. to 1. I had tossed out all to finish in the top five. Uh, again, it was a long shot, kind of addressed that. Liked it good enough at the 12-1 to 1 number. Byron, Reddick, and Busher. Talked about Byron earlier, just really wasn't his day. Talked about Busher earlier. Again, not his day either. Reddick got hit done, but uh, you know that doesn't do anything because the other two legs didn't hit, so it was a longer shot, but uh, missed on that one. Luckily, the pole bets kind of kind of bring this uh this column for me at least back yep one out of three will not cash that one but uh that's all right uh my next one was ford as the winning manufacturer again i i basically called that out as a hedge just to sort of if like kozlowski ended up winning if busher ended up winning if whatever i mean i'll, I'll talk about kozlowski here in a second but at, yeah. at four and a half to one harvick looked fast harvick was fast like, yeah yeah this, so. this could have had a chance and again it was more just about the number we we were pretty certain it was going to be Toyota winning the race, but the number was worth it at a plus 450. Uh, so I think it was a good bet to make. I had Bubba Wallace to win at 12 to 1. Not a bad bet. Again, we talked about it. If he doesn't have the flat tire, I think he's in that conversation at the end. Uh, Busher at 16 to 1. Again, just wasn't his day. Chase Elliott at 22 to 1. This one looked great, right? Elliott comes out, qualifies fourth, uh, starts up front there, led laps throughout this race, looked good. In the conversation at the end, ends up finishing. Uh, where do you end up finishing? In sixth place, I believe. Um, and so, yeah, it really 
not a bad call at all on Elliott to 22 to one, just a value thing. Same with this top 10, like a driver in a car that shouldn't be at that number. Um, but the winning, the winning one was Tyler Reddick nine to one gave that out as well. It was a sweat. Uh, it looked like he was going to settle for second there and, and Denny was going to take it, but luckily overtime helped us out and, uh, and yeah, will help me out and then help your bet out as much. But, uh, Tyler Reddick gets it done. Denny Hamlin. I know we'll talk about him again here in a minute, but two weeks in a row, the best car in the field doesn't get the win. Rough on him. It's uh, His point situation looking good going into Bristol here. Moving on, he still can win that championship. But is he showing early signs of how he likes to choke away things in the playoffs? Hopefully not too much. <laughs> well, to Denny Hamlin's point, I did have him to win this race at 5-1. to one. Led 63 laps there toward the end. Obviously, like... As soon as that last restart hit, he tried to. He was driving in the rear view, from what he said, and he wasn't looking forward. He was trying to figure out and gauge what Larson was going to do. Larson hung back, and he missed the restart, and that was it for him. And not to mention all those stupid cars in front of them, just screwing everything up. Don't stay Again, out. Don't stay out. Like that's the thing. Like Daniel's, like Joey Logano stayed out, and it worked out for him. What do you think you're doing, Daniel Suarez? Like. Sorry, lately you've kind of sucked. Uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, it's not. You think all of a sudden staying out there on two tires, you're. I mean, that looked like you, you dropped a boulder in front of the restart and it just dropped back through the field. And ever like, what a disaster. It's that's no different than when these we've talked about it before, right? Don't, if you're the 78 car, don't stay out and be up front on a restart. Like, just give it up and go to the back. Like, they're going to all pass you. You're just going to cause a wreck. And it worked out good for the bets. I'm glad he stayed up there because he had the top line and Reddick shot down to the bottom, right? It, it all worked out great. But again, if you're a slow car, the tie, you're not getting any type of tire advantage. Like there is a tire advantage there. I, get out of the way, man. Well, I, you're, you're holding everything <laughs> up and you're just putting everybody in bad spots. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And that's the frustrating part, too. For a second, you thought that Reddit or that uh, Hamlin picked the right line because obviously he was behind the guy with the fresher tires, and, and the guy on the inside obviously was the guy that was going to hold up traffic. Well, Reddick managed to find his way around that car. Hamlin was not. So that was the difference between that. A little pissed off there. Still, I'm salty. Uh, I can't believe that caution just screwed up my part of the bet. Happy for you. Still pissed that that Hamlin was the recipient of, of that one as well. Um, and then I had Brad Keselowski as the long shot. Brad Keselowski ends up finishing in ninth, so not a bad thing. He led 23 laps in this. He was actually yeah, one, in front. One stage two. Yeah. Yeah. So were it not for a, a kind of a slower pit stop for him, getting caught up in the mix at the end of it, I, I don't think he would have won this race. But we had him at 22 to 1 to win, and he was running up front for the better part of the afternoon which means that he was very much in contention to win uh, toward the end of that race as well. So, man, I, I'm so – just oh, – Brad Keselowski could have very much done a very, very much better day uh, for us if that would have happened. But, you know, not bad for a 22-1. to 1. Cody always talks about it, and, and that's kind of my philosophy too. If you're telling me a 22-1 to 1 led 23 laps in this race uh, toward the end too, not, not at the beginning of this race and faded back, he was leading toward the end. That was uh, that's a good enough bet to make. I'd do it again because Brad Kozlowski, something about Kansas, he loves this track and it loves him. So uh, definitely going with that one again. But sad that uh, neither one of mine hit. But again, we're happy because uh, a nine to one is not shabby for a, an outright. And that was the 
three of three on the day for for Cody. Yep, worked out worked out very nicely. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's go back a day to Saturday and let's talk about the Kansas Lottery three hundred, which was the Xfinity race. Uh, and once again, we find that yes, another outright hit. Uh, but this day, man, again, yellow. This is why if you're watching this now and you see that our bubbles are black, I'm done with yellow. Uh, I, yellow is my least favorite color ever. And, uh, and this race is, is another victim of that as well. Yeah, it was uh, a very yellow race, Rod. Yellow was the, the theme of the weekend. <laughs> it was. 10 cautions, 49 laps in this race. Just uh, killing me, Smalls, all over the place. But it was John Hunter Nemechek who swept both stages and obviously got the win in this. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, I mean, so much more could have gone right, I think, in, in, in this race, even for both of us that, uh, that didn't. So let's, let's go ahead and start breaking down the bets. Yeah, so starting off, uh, I mean, the colleague cars again. The colleague cars will be colleague cars. Took Brandon Jones over Chandler Smith, minus 120. Didn't even make a sweat on this one. Uh, Chandler Smith goes to the garage early. Engine troubles. They got it fixed, and he was back out there, which scared me because I was afraid Brandon Jones might wreck and then end up behind him just because he, uh, you know, and then Brandon Jones goes for a spin, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Luckily, no damage to the nine car. Brandon Jones holds on, finishes in second place. We'll talk about that a little more in a bit, but cashes this over Chandler Smith, easily minus 120. Uh, Smith, multiple laps down, finishes in 30 seconds. So, uh, but yeah, they, he went out early. Then the 10 car with uh, the former number 11 driver had issues in it. Uh, I think the 11 car was the only one that didn't have issues with the uh, the, the weekly driver and Derek Krause this time. Uh, and so, yeah, but can't trust these collie cars going to keep hammering on that i guess because you did the same thing i did and it's funny because the number 11 car they they moved the number the driver of the 11 car to the 10 car so that the 10 car could get points they should have just put <laughs> they should just put uh, maybe we should have left things how they were uh, yeah they should have just kept the 11 in the 11 and put the the other driver in the 10 but whatever that's neither here nor there it was good for us i took sheldon creed over that number 10 car uh so that definitely happened and, and that 10 car had problems early and that was it i mean sheldon creed to his credit man what a race he put on uh he ended up finishing in the third position after starting 16th i mean he really did a fantastic job all race long of keep, keeping himself clean and keeping himself running and out of trouble uh man it would have been interesting to see if he would have had something i guess for the rest of the field i mean nobody had anything for Nemechek, but um well except for of course uh austin hill but uh yeah I'm, I'm just saying like nobody had anything for him at the end of the day but uh it'd be interesting to see what creed could have done with with another maybe 100 laps or so i don't know maybe 50 even laps just to see if he could have had a car that would have beat him but creed def definitely held up this end of the bargain and what sucks too is the 10 car was was ahead of creed for most of this race uh, well most of the race that, that the 10 car was running but um yeah good job to creed to pull himself up to a third place finish the number 10 car 34th place finish after a fifth place start. Yeah. Again, just more colleague issues. Keep fading them. Xfinity again, just treating us so well. This continues to be our best series on a week to week basis. The one bet I did not hit this week was Austin Hilltop Chevy at two to one. And it was not a bad bet to make. He was the, he ends up being the, the fourth Chevy. So no, it doesn't quite come too close to cashing it, but he was up there, right? He was in the mix kind of throughout the day. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember exactly how that race ended, but at, at one point he was up there. I think we ended up having the late restart. 
Um, and, and he kind of got shuffled back a little bit, so finishes in fifth. But uh, again, they they killed his top five odds. Unfortunately, trying to find a way to get in on him, uh, two to one for top Chevy. I still think it was a good bet uh, since we cashed all these other bets. You know, it's kind of whatever. It just it is what it is. It kind of falls in in there differently. But uh, with <laughs> again, you thought maybe the main car he would be racing was going to be Allgaier, and that was kind of how I was approaching this. If a guy like Jones or Creed ends up being the top Chevy, we had other bets on them. We were hoping to cash, maybe Kansas out. So you get Hill here. If he could just beat Allgaier, and Allgaier does Allgaier things and has some problems like always, talk about that in a few. But uh, worked out, uh, you know, in in favor of of Hill there. But of course, then Jones, Creed, and Kligerman. What a run by Kligerman, by the way, getting into the playoffs. Congrats to them and that small team. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't catch this one, but. Again, he was up there in the mix all day, as you expect, and again, just fast every week, everywhere we go. Yes, sir. John Little, great Sunday race. He was there. Man, that's that's, that's fun. Nice. I'm glad you got to go. Sad I didn't get to make it to this one. Hopefully, be back in the spring if you're there. I'll have to, have to try and see. I had a few people reach out wanting to meet up. I was very sad I wasn't going to make it. So, uh, Hopefully, you're going to be back in the spring, though, again. So We'll have to have, to have a little get-together. Indeed. Uh, all right. My next one was heartbreaking. I had Cole Custer over Josh Berry. Cole Custer ended the stage one in second place and then got collected. Unfortunately, did not. Uh, or Boy, no, that it was, was. Yeah, that was. A yeah, rough that goal. was the tire on the yep. tr- or whatever the tire carcass on the track. Yep. That oh he was oh I and, and he how was, do you not he was, throw was he running second at that I he, think was, he was yeah at that he point. was up yeah. front and and had a very real possibility of beating Josh Berry in this because Josh Berry started six finished six I mean it, he had a day that was sort of all over the place he did not finish inside the top ten in stage one he did find his way up to fourth by the end of stage two but like Josh Berry was not necessarily one of the cars that was jockeying for a top five all day long Cole Custer was in the mix all day long hit that tire carcass got taken out of the mix and unfortunately that was 60 laps in they showed that. they showed the replay on that and uh john hunter just barely missed it so did algar uh, they both i would have yeah. been yeah they split it right around it i'd have been so pissed if that happened sucks for this one you missed it because i think it was the right call custer was very fast they continued to show a lot of speed maybe not always winning speed but always like right there in the top five speed for sure um and barry just kind of continues to be blah so uh somebody that was not blah this week just fucking good at kansas for whatever reason brandon jones gave it all he had he had to win to move on finishes in second catches the top five at plus 250 um th- this was talk about up and down my goodness roddy starts in fourth finishes stage one and fourth ends up spinning out going through the grass you watch the slow motion replay as that splitter jumps the curb and hits the grass how it did not destroy that car, I don't know. Finds his way back up there. Obviously, uh, the late the late restart helped him as well. But finishes in second place. Didn't have anything for John Hunter, like we suspected nobody would, right? Uh, but he was right there. If if something happened to John Hunter, if he'd have been the one that hit the tire carcass earlier, maybe it would have been Brandon Jones's day. But he does cash the top five at plus two fifty. Brandon Jones just good at Kansas. No matter how the rest of the season's gone for them. This is again. It's it's similar to the Bubble Wallace thing. Like, for whatever reason, certain guys just have certain tracks circled, and and where they're just better at them. And Kansas has been one of those for Brandon Jones. Gets it done with the second place finish again. Cashes the top five at plus two fifty. 
Indeed. My next bet was not as lucky. I had Riley Herps as a top five car. Riley Herps was not a top five car at the end of the day. In fact, Riley Herps ended up being a top 25 car, but not top five. Uh, Riley Herps finishing 23rd after starting eighth. It just was not his day. Like literally was not his day. He, he ended stage one in, in ninth uh, where he started. So, I mean, that was a nice quiet thing, but after that, it was just not his day. Him and in uh, Parker, obviously having their battles back and forth. Riley gets caught up in stuff. It's 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 a tale as old as time, and it sucks. But poor Riley Herbs. He, he had a tire go down. I think yeah. if I remember correctly, it was one of the one of the tire victims. There was a lot of tire issues this weekend. Which it's a high wear track. It's been a while since it's been paved. Uh, Ask yeah, Mark tires. Truex, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the comments from him on Saturday? I didn't. didn't think that tires. He was saying in the media center Saturday after practice there was the t- tire issues, right? Bush and and Gibbs both had issues, and uh, Truex goes, "I don't think the tire tires are going to be an issue on Sunday." And he's going on and on about how tires aren't going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, and then boom, <laughs> his blows like three laps into the race and ends his day. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, for Herbst, it was Herbst and Kligerman. They had this battle, right? And Kligerman ends up being the one with the top five. I uh, should have went that way, I guess, but that was shocking. Nobody suspected that, right? You would have thought the Stuart Haas car, and look, his teammate was fast. Uh, Custer, Custer and Herps, it's got to be one or the other. It's it's a deal they have. It's a contract. Uh, both of them cannot finish well. One has to finish well. The other one has to finish bad, I guess. I don't know why that is, but seems to be the case throughout this season. The biggest hit we had on the day, Rod, again, you don't always have to have your biggest hits on outrights. And if you're going to take a guy that's that's lower odds in the outright market, which we end up doing with John Honor, we'll talk about that. Sometimes you can find big numbers elsewhere. Sheldon Creed, oh my goodness. I was rooting so hard at the end of this race for this one because Creed restarted 7th or 8th at the end there and just <laughs> blew right through those people. He's running them down. He runs down... Uh, was it? I think he had to pass Austin Hill. Then he runs down, or I don't remember which order they were in, but I th- you know he slowly just takes them out. Then they get to Kligerman, and they're basically like telling Kligerman on the, "You got this locked up. Don't do anything stupid." I'm like, "Yes, you do. Let him buy you. Let him buy you, please." Sheldon Creed, top three caches, plus eight hundred rod. Oh, love it again. Creed has been fast. He continues to get good, solid finishes. He still can't get that win. Maybe just taking him top three all the time is better than trying to trying to hit him when he finally wins because he's so good at finishing inside the top three, does it yet again. They were pretty fast throughout the day too. Um, you know, he wasn't wasn't always the best car, but uh, eighth in stage one, he was sixth in stage two, kind of hanging around all day. Showed the speed there at the end. Things worked out. Luckily, he got to the top three and cashed the eight to one for us. Yeah, Sheldon Creed had such a great day going. Like as far as just being able to be gritty, like that, and that's the thing about him too. He's just gritty. That's that's how he always is. That's how he always runs, and it's it's great to see it. So I definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, well, of course, I was big on Creed. Anyways, I, I definitely had him earlier. So, um, all right, I had Austin Hill. Uh, I'm sorry, what did I have as my next bet? I'm all lost here right now. I'm, I'm uh, just you're Justin all Justin Allgaier top. That's three. why I'm so pissed off. I had Justin that's, Allgaier. Yeah, I would be pissed at this one as well. As a top three car, <laughs> Justin Allgaier, he was leading this race too at points. He was a fast car, just as fast as uh, John Hunter Nemechek. In fact, probably could have and should have. Uh, uh, won this race, but definitely finished a, as a top three car. 
Nope. At the end of the day, he wins the poll even. Ends up 18th because he's Justin Allgaier, and that's just what happens. I'm I'm so salty about this one. I, I don't even want to talk about it, but you can. Yeah, I mean, he was very fast. He was very good throughout the day. Uh, I'm trying to remember what even happened to him. At this uh, point, was he a, nah, I think he might have been a tire guy as well. He, he got caught up in that one that took Creed, uh, Jones, and the 18 That's car right. out there at lap 98. Oh, yeah. Him and, uh, yep. yeah, him and the 18 ended up, yep. ended up together. Didn't, yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, he did lose the lead early, which was a little bit concerning, but then he was right there. I mean, third in stage one, third in stage two, just consistent right up there. Ugh. Bad break for you there, getting caught up in there. That was just wrong place at the wrong time. Nothing else he really could have done in that one. So that sucked. I had the winning car number over 9.5, minus 115. I had one question to ask you when I placed this bet, Rod, and that was what number does John Hernemacek drive? Of course, it's over 9.5. That was my theory here. And again, you got the three JGR cars, and Sammy Smith was fast throughout the day. Another race where he doesn't finish based on how fast he was. Starting to get a little bit concerning, but um, yeah, you didn't really count Graf because he was in the 19. But you got the two JGR cars, I guess I'll say. And you got Austin Hill, who was up there as well um, throughout the day. So uh, Kligerman ends up in fourth, you know, Hill in fifth. So three of the top five were over this number. Um, and, and yeah, they cashed winning car number over nine and a half at minus 115. I mean, I agreed with you on that one too, because like I said, I didn't think Justin Allgaier had it in him really to win this race. Uh, I Like I said, I knew he was going to be fast. I knew he was going to be up there, but I didn't think he was going to win. Obviously, I was right on all of that, except for the fact that he finished uh, very poorly. Of course, I, had the, I took the winning car number as odd because I figured, well... You know, you got the plus had, money on side of this. I had one question to this, Rob. I know you was, did. Uh, what, I know. What, is, what number is John Arnimacek? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. But the even was juiced at like minus 145. So I figured that if anybody else was going to win this one, like maybe uh, Austin Hill, uh, or, or even if you did uh, uh, not want to stomach an outright on Allgaier, which you would have been right, and he would have accidentally won, that would have still had you covered just in case he did. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if he would have done it on accident. Well, yeah. At this point. Brandon Jones finished the second, right? An odd numbered car. So, yeah. Yeah. That plus money. Can't can't complain too much about it. Gave out Sam Mayer at 12 to 1. Uh, Boy, he was out of this race super early. I don't also, I don't remember this. We do this so late after this. Saturday was so long ago. A lot of things have happened since then, Rod. Uh, But he had issues early and was out of this race very early. So, that one. Well, he got tangled up with Creed also in the beginning. Creed got into two incidents in this race yeah. and still finished in third. But That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, and just, yeah, destroyed the car. So he was done early. Um, Brandon Jones, 20 to one. Oh, man, he was he was there at the end, right? Finishes in second. If John Hunter's out of the race. Maybe he wins it. But I told you, John Hunter, three to one was the play. I was going very heavy on that. You were just taking these other guys' insurance. 20 to one insurance play, finishing second. It's not a bad case at all. I would take that all the time. Uh, but John Arnimacek, uh, one of my bigger bets on the weekend, three to one. He was going to be the best driver in the fastest car. It wasn't going to be close. If he could avoid the chaos, he was going to be the best and was easily going to win this race. That's what we saw. He w- swept the stages, won the race. There was never really any doubt that John Arnimacek was the best car. Luckily, he didn't get caught up in anything, didn't have a tire issue or anything like that. Didn't hit missed a tire. That, missed that tire carcass, right? That's what I was about to say. Uh, and yeah, so it so panned out, and he cashes the outright ticket at 30. Uh, I wish it was 30 to 1, but at 3 to 1. Um, and, and then, yeah, Jones, Jones again, 20 to 1. 
just an auto bet at, at tracks like Kansas because he is just so good there. Uh, Kansas, Michigan, those are the places you got to get in on Jones. And did he finish second? Did he finish second at Michigan too? Because we had not right on him at Michigan as well. And I remember him being very close. It was a pretty big third. ticket, I think, too. Yeah, yeah so Barry finished second in that one, and he finished third. So yeah. he was right there as well. Just just good on this, again, Michigan and Kansas, two very comparable tracks. Uh, so I, I really I really was glad that, again, he, he panned out. Glad we took him for the top five, obviously, at plus 250. So we got to double dip. But it was going to be John Hunter Nemechek's day at a track like that. Um, now I think we'll have to look at the stats, obviously, for Bristol's coming week. Be a little different, maybe. Maybe it's not necessarily, but when you get to these bigger tracks like this, those Gibbs cars have just been so fast, so dominant. Obviously, Allgaier drops out earlier. Uh, that really helped because then you didn't have to compete with him too much. But yeah, it was a, it was a John Hernemachek day in that cash for us. Indeed, it was. Uh, Austin Hill had a shot at third place, but uh, I don't know that he could have ended up winning this one. Uh, he did not lead any laps, but he was running around the front for a better part of the day. Uh, he was what seventh or eighth or sixth rather at the end of stage one. And then he ended up being uh fifth at the end of stage two. So, you know, he was a top five car, just not necessarily a car fast enough to really win at the end. Nobody really was except for John Hunter Nemechek. So four and a half to one, uh, I figured that was a good enough stab and look at, we had what all three of our, uh, well, three of our four outrights rather in the top five. So you can't necessarily say we didn't have this race pretty much pegged from start to finish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you can't really ask for much better than that. So uh worked out worked out very nicely for us. It sure did. You know what else worked out very nicely? The truck race, because guess what? You hit another outright in that one as well. Kansas Lottery, 200. Five cautions, 34 laps, but I still hate the color yellow on this one as well. This one did me dirty also in a lot of different ways, but... Uh, yeah, still had a great day overall just just uh, in this race. And it really was a good race by and large. There was a lot going on and a lot of stuff to pay attention to, even in such a short, condensed race. Yeah, do you have uh, lap sled stats? Uh, I do, as a matter of fact. So, How, how many laps did uh, did Christian Eckes lead in this one? Christian Eckes led Was it all, one or was it two? Uh, Christian Eckes led two laps, as, two a, laps. as a matter of fact. Oh, two, two laps. I love it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. Um, are, we, are we ready to kick off this one? Yeah, now? let's do it. Let's go ahead and kick off the bets. We'll talk through the race right. as we go by. Started off uh, Carson Hosovar over Zane Smith. Um, oh, man, bad bad beat on this one i think but uh zane didn't didn't go to the back a bunch like he had had been doing previously he kind of just hung out still though not one of the best cars just kind of fifth place all day like he started uh he did well he started 14 so he didn't even start great so he did have to climb a little bit but then sixth in stage one fourth in stage two fifth at the end of the race like it would just it just never worked out necessarily for zane smith so again kind of the same thing i was thinking Hosovar looked good throughout the day. Uh, found his way up to the front fairly quickly. He went stage two. I'm trying to remember again how that end of that went and where he was maybe on that last caution. But uh, I think he definitely had it. Was in the conversation to win this race, but doesn't quite beat Zane Smith. So unfortunately, did not cash this one. Yeah, poor poor Hosovar. I mean, everybody was hyping him up, and he did start 17th. I mean, it wasn't as if he was you know starting up front and having a a, a mediocre day. Like he made a pretty good charge to the front to finish sixth. So um, can't necessarily fault you on that one. 
Uh, Zane Smith did have a, a really good day, but I did kind of you know, say Zane Smith would have a good day, but that's all right. Um, we just didn't put any really bets on. Oh, I, I did put a, a yeah, bet on him did, early. But... Uh, I did say he was going to have a good day. Uh, all right. I had Matt Crafton over Matt DiBenedetto uh, in the Battle of the Mats. I put a lot of stock into Crafton this weekend and, and unfortunately started in a backup truck and didn't really necessarily find his way uh, to the front like we would hoped he would have. And listen, hats off to Matt DiBenedetto. I mean, a third-place day for this guy. He knew what was at, at stake. He even led a couple of laps in this one. He put it all out there. He took everything that he was doing before and threw it out the window and uh, and really just nailed himself a, a solid day. So got to tip your cap to Matt DiBenedetto and that team for, for putting it together when it really, really, really mattered. So top three finish for him. Obviously, Matt Crafton did not finish that well. He finished in 33rd. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe if Crafton didn't have to go to a backup truck, maybe it could have yeah. been different. Well, yeah, he goes to a backup truck, and then he just has issues right away, mm-hmm. right? He got caught up in an incident quickly, and it was just they were behind the eight ball, the 88 ball, I guess you could say, ah. the rest of the day. Um, and it just, yeah, it sucks. These are the two guys that end up eliminated. De Benedetto, like you said, everything he could, he got to third. Uh, but but didn't have enough to win the race and uh, yeah so so the, both these guys get eliminated but unfortunately this one was pretty much over early because of the Crafton problems so we don't know what he really would have had his his track record here had been pretty good I had Carson Hosovar to finish on the podium again looked good for a while right uh, could have it really got shaken up on that last restart there a uh, lot of lot of moving and shaking a lot of guys kind of going all over the place uh, so he could have done this he was he was kind of a top three truck most of the day uh winning stage two like i mentioned before um and was very fast led led a decent amount of laps doesn't end up hitting on the podium unfortunately so this one did not cash i am very very pissed about this next one because this next one was cashing and should have ended up cashing and that was jake garcia over taylor gray what the hell and where did taylor gray come from he started 16th and ended up finishing second that 17 truck I I don't even know where it was for most of the day, and all of a sudden it pops up in second place. Jake Garcia, on the other hand, starts in fifth, runs around the top five uh, for a better part of the day, gets you know kind of in in some trouble too, pits, yellows, cautions, and then but Taylor Gray and that team just stepped it up. They they did well to put their truck in position when it mattered. I think it was it that he didn't take uh, tires or something. I can't I just honestly, it's it was Friday night, and I've. I've been pissed yeah. off all weekend long, so um, <laughs> all I know is that I know I blacked Garcia. out on Saturday during the Husker race, so it's yeah. a Husker game. So <laughs> all I know is that Garcia should have cashed this. He ended up not, and at plus one ten, I figured that was the better bet to make all day long, and I would have done it again. Yeah, it, it was a good call. I think um, I, I'll talk about Garcia more in a few because he did cash another bet for me. Uh, ben Rhodes, oh Rod, this was the correct call. He was fast. He looked good. Top five, a plus 225. Top four to plus 600. He starts the race in sixth. Wastes absolutely no time getting up near the front. Third in stage one. Seventh in stage two. He's hanging around all day. Uh, Zane Smith is kind of the only other forward up there really given any type of challenge. And Zane did end up being, I had forgotten this, but it was Zane and uh, Heim on that last restart that were one and two. And then obviously Zane ended up getting loose and getting into the wall. Josevar not able to get around him, unfortunately, from earlier. But, um, but I mean, top forward, like, so you look at the final finishing order here. Zane Smith ends up fifth. Ty Majeski was in 18th. Like, Majeski, a guy we talked about, this wasn't going to be the week for him. 
after they got caught cheating. They had the had the little uh, thing there. It was a bleeder, uh, air bleeder that was on the uh, what is it, the tire cap or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, so really, uh, Rhodes very fast though early gets caught up in it. Uh, he ended up having a flat tire too, wasn't it? I think he had a flat tire. He limped around, and then yeah, ends up twenty fifth. Luckily for them, they move on in the playoffs. But uh, man, I think he could have easily cashed both of these bets uh, had he hung up around there for the top four, especially. Zane Smith would have been the only other competition really for that. Um, and, and then top five at plus 225. Uh, he was very, very fast, and he looks so good. Ugh, frustrating that that happened. He gets gets the tire issue and, and falls out of it, but just how it goes sometimes. Yep, especially this next bet. Grant Enfinger is a top five truck at plus 120. Not even close. Grant Enfinger uh, ends up finishing in 17th after starting 12th. He did lead two laps on the old pit strategy thing going on, but of course had to come in because he needed tires and that was it And the end of his day. There was just nothing in it for that 23 truck at all. I mean, it just didn't feel as if they were even there, let alone. Uh, and I know the pressure wasn't on them to uh, to continue. They're good, right? They were already they already knew they were pointing themselves in uh, and 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 getting through the next round. So I guess they didn't feel the need to sort of push the envelope. They just wanted to get in there. But yeah, I just feel like the 23 truck was just not even there. I mean, he he kind of hung around, right? He, he started in 12th, but. By the end of stage one, he was up to eighth. He was fifth in stage two, so he was kind of around there. And then, again, one of those guys that that got caught up in something, uh, and it kind of ruined his day, unfortunately. I did have uh, Jake Garcia to win Group A. Uh, this was plus 380. He had to beat Tanner Gray. Luckily, that wasn't Taylor Gray, because obviously he finished the second. So I had to beat Tanner Gray, uh, Bailey Curry, Raja Kruth, and Dean Thompson. Um, Jake Garcia ends up 11th, which is kind of where we pegged it, right? He's, he's, he might do a little better and, oh man, at points, he was looking really good, right? Uh, but didn't quite do any better than that, but it was good enough. Caruth, one spot behind him in 12th, showed some speed throughout the night. He ended up going for a spin through the grass at one point, uh, cause he was definitely the guy that was the fastest, I think of this group was doing pretty good. Uh, and Tanner Gray had looked pretty decent for a while too, but ended up getting spun as well. Uh, Dean Thompson ends up in 15th. Uh, Curry ended up 21st. Tanner Gray ended up 26th. So, uh, yeah, Jake Garcia plus 380. Again, he, he'd been pretty consistent. He was faster in the spring. Plus 380, we'll, we'll take that for a group bet. Yeah, and what's crazy is that that group sort of hung together for the most part, the core of that group with the ex uh, exception of a couple. Yeah, Roger Carruth definitely looked like he was going to pull that out until he spun out. But, uh, yep, good call. On that one, Zane Smith, top three truck, had it till the end. I don't want to talk oh, about it. The last lap. I mean, yep. he did. So I, I know I kind of trashed on him earlier. I, I'm not trying to hate on Zane Smith. It's just, I don't know. I, it's, I've not, uh, such high expectations were set. And now that he's not living up to that, he hasn't won a race since March. Even though he continues to finish in the top three and top five, like continuously, he's not just, he's not been the same Zane Smith we got so used to. And he still gets valued there by the books sometimes. And so I think that's why I've kind of been off of him. I'm not purposely trying to hate on him. I get that way sometimes, I guess, apparently. <laughs> if, Sorry, SBG. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, I, if I were one of those TikTokers that would, or, or that taped myself breaking TVs, I would have broke my TV on that one because I literally <laughs> was so pissed off that that was one that just didn't cash at the end of the day because it was cashing all damn day yeah. long. And we get freaking last restart. 
end it. Yeah, end and it. that's what's crazy is too is like that's usually where Zayn ends up being the guy to come out on top, and it just it didn't work out again. Something's just been a little off lately with that thirty eight truck and team, and just again a little. It's not much. He's still right there, but didn't quite work out. I had Toyota over Ford at plus one forty. Again, this was just to get any Toyotas to finish. You know, the best finishing Toyota to be better than the best Ford. Rod, in the top 10, we had one, two, three, four, five Toyotas, one Ford. It was at plus money. I know Ty Majeski's won some races lately, and I think that's why this was weighted so heavily. Um, but I said it wasn't going to be a Majeski week. We kind of agreed on that. I don't think either of us touched Majeski anywhere, so maybe should have went against him. But, uh, but we did kind of here, right? And this was a way I propped this up as a way to take Corey Heim over everyone else didn't work out for Heim. actually it did because Heim still finished fourth and Zane Smith finished fifth but Taylor Gray my boy taking care of business finishes in second both those guys beat Zane Smith uh, who was the top finishing forward so yeah hit this one this again a little bit of a different way to play it uh, we don't usually go about it this way but it just based on the the limited number of Fords and some of the better Toyotas you had in this field seemed like the right way to go we kind of suspected it, it might be a Chevy driver to win this right Slain a little more in the host of our camp, but uh, worked out with Lutheracus as well. Um, Rhodes obviously could have been one that, that could have beat this, but again, you're kind of hedging there because you had Rhodes as the top five, as the top forward, so if he ends up being the top forward and beats the best Toyota, uh, again, you build your card appropriately to where you can cash multiple different scenarios and stuff. So, yeah, this one worked out, plus 140 for Toyota over Ford. Indeed, I had Chevy as the winning manufacturer. There was four Toyotas. There was also four Chevys in the uh, top five of this, or the top ten, rather, of this uh, card as well. So, yeah, I mean, we, we thought it was going to be a different Chevy that won this one. Uh, but, I mean, listen, it was the it was Chevy, so it didn't really matter which one. We told you, though, that it gave you guys like Chris, Christian Eckes. We told you. I mean, it could have even been Matt Benedetto who finished third. Uh, we thought it was going to be Josevar, but uh, Sanchez was up there as well. I mean, you know, there was plenty of opportunity for these other guys to get it done. Uh, fortunately enough for us, one of them did. Wasn't the one we were hoping for, but it didn't matter because yeah. you called him out was, the other one yeah, too. Exactly. It was one we were hoping for anyways. But, yeah, I mean, with the Chevy thing, Sanchez and Purdy, they start up front, right? One, two. They both look fast early. One, two in stage one. You go to stage two, it's Josevar and Sanchez. Haim had his time up front. Zane Smith had his time up front. But really, it was it was a Chevy day. Came down to it at the end for sure. It could have been any manufacturer that won that. They were all up there. Ends up being Chevy. I Carson Josevar plus 450. Uh, I decided to take him over my guy, Corey Haim. I think that was the right call, although either of those guys could have won it. Josevar led multiple points throughout this race had very fast truck throughout the night another good run in the cup series for him by the way um and then i took ben Rhodes at 18 to 1 we talked about him earlier the top five the top four it was looking good early doesn't cash but maybe we're talking about Rhodes winning this at the end if he stays up there had christian eck it's eight to one he had a rocket ship in the spring rod i was there for that race it ended in disaster with that torn up truck uh did, did he dominate this race i had I think I said never in doubt or something when I you know it happened and JDK's like never in doubt and I was like obviously just kidding he only leads the last two laps right but that's sometimes we've been beat on that so many times you got to celebrate when it hits for you and and again you know the way you're betting this you think Hosovar is probably the guy that's going to win this but you know Ekis is a guy who can be fast can put himself in the position to be there at the end and we talk about that so often with outrights is put yourself in position to be there at the end 
That's exactly what Eckes did. He didn't have the fastest truck on the day. He wasn't up front all day. But when it mattered, the way the circumstances fell at the end, put himself in position, made that beautiful, both of them, him and uh, Reddick, made that beautiful move, sweeping down underneath guys and passing two for one, right, to take the lead, cash the bet. I was jumping up and down. I was screaming. It was beautiful. Oh, man, it was a good way to start the weekend, obviously. Just continued going up from there. This was a hell of a weekend, Rod. It was a weekend. I, and then, of course, just to bookend it, I had Matt Craft in 50 to 1 to win. Never, never not in doubt for uh, not winning this one. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we didn't really get a fair shake. He goes to a backup truck early. Well, it's, and not just that, but we, we both knew that it was either going to be host of our bust. And, 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 you know, like you said, you had Eckes as well. So, I mean, we knew Crafton wasn't necessarily going to win this race, but obviously we both agreed that it was be, it would be host of our. So, oh, and if, if it comes down to strategy at the end, you know, they're throwing a Hail Mary again, he's the type of guy. And if, if he's there at the end of this race, he's the type of guy who could put himself in position to capitalize. Sure, it's Corey Hyman and Zane Smith, the two best drivers in the series, right? Go on the last lap, but they touch, and, and you know, Eckes gets underneath. That could have been Crafton, too. That's why you take, even though Hosovar was the guy we called out, we thought maybe he was going to win, and that worked in the Xfinity series, right? We thought it was John Hernemacek. He's the guy who ends up winning. You take the insurance plays just in case because 20 to 1 Brandon Jones finishes right behind him because Christian Eckes passes on the last lap or on the last two laps and, and takes this, this win. That's how it works. That's why you don't just go with one winner, spread it out a little. That's why you get the Sheldon Creed's top threes at plus 800. Again, got to balance it all out. Um, and, and man, I just historic weekend. I wish I may have imagined if I'd have made this weekend in person. Oh, that would have been glorious. But oh, well, I enjoyed it from home. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you don't you don't get the op opportunity to go four for four very often. Uh, I guess we can thank the indie, the books for not giving us IndyCar odds and not giving us a chance to, to, to talk about IndyCar to have something to mess up the streak. I guess we'll find the positive in that. I don't know. Yeah. Come on, books. Do better next year. But anyways, great weekend. Cash a lot of bets. Now we get to go to Bristol. Three night races early in the week. Dale Jr.'s back. One of the greatest tracks on the circuit. The last great Coliseum. It is going to be in all the play or deep into the playoffs. We're making a cut for the Cup Series. Playoffs are starting for Xfinity. The next round, of, you win and you're in the championship for the trucks. Starts this weekend. Oh, my God, Rod. I'm so excited. It's a naked Bristol. No dirt this time. We get to enjoy <laughs> the right. asphalt the way God <laughs> intended it to be. And, yes, uh, listen, keep your eye out. We're actually, I think we're going to have a little bit of something special in the works for you guys, too, as well. So um, keep keep your eye out. We'll, we're going to announce that when it and if it ever happens to, to be made because uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. week. We got got yeah. some works in the plans with some friends. Get some Thursday night truck racing. God, that's going to be exciting. So stay tuned this week. We'll have a special surprise for you. Yes, indeed. Like Cody said, it's Bristol, baby. We're on to it. Uh, we don't want to leave Kansas. It was good to us, but uh, hopefully Tennessee will be equally as good to us as we... We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. No, we are not. So as we, uh, as we roll on out of here, Cody, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, follow me over on X at Husker underscore Zeeb. You can find all my work there. I'll have my weekly articles for uh, running back rankings coming out again here in the next couple of days. The DFS stacks for uh, for Sunday slate again. I called out the uh, the Tua Tyreek thing. I had Aaron Jones who ended up being the number one running back. Pretty pretty good week for that article. So make sure you check on those out. Uh, and then F1 is back this week. 
We'll have the F1 Gambling Podcast. Fortunately, we never got to the IndyCar episode this past week because we never got odds, which was stupid and unfortunate. But we do have, there is F1 odds out already, actually. So look for that to be dropping soon for you. Check it out. And uh, let's run it back. Let's do it again this weekend, Rod. I agree. There's a lot to be won still at Bristol. Follow me on X at RJ Villagomez. Link it about everything I got going on, whether it's here. Back on the back road this weekend with Seth and Elliot. Also, uh, make sure you're checking out my articles on Sportsbook Review. If you want to win money that's not NASCAR, then go do that. I'm actually hitting those over there. I don't know what it is about NASCAR, but uh, falling on hard times. got a little streak of his own going on. Yeah, I'm hitting some props over there on SBR, so make sure you're following that as well to cross-promote. All right, we will see you guys uh, tomorrow for Bristol. Uh, Until then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride.